0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: Couch coopers, couch and potatoes, and couch co depends This is the Couch Coop Show. I'm Ian, and I got Dave with me, and we're back to do the final episode of our Mass Effect trilogy yeah. replay. We're only two weeks
2: late for yeah. doing them all. We actually did play them all in 2023. We, we did. just uh, didn't quite uh, get round to recording <laughs> until 2024.
1: No worries. You know, we did it. At least we we yeah. finished something. We completed the task at hand. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll have to figure what the next trilogy is going to be. Yeah, what, what what we do next? Um, oh, but but you uh, do the Red
2: Red Dead to the oh. one and two?
1: I actually could play three of them. We could play Red Dead Revolver on PS2.
2: Oh, true. I I actually beat that last year. I think. Oh, did you one of the quests <laughs> that you guys sent me when I didn't show up on the podcast? <laughs> so yeah, I beat. That's a really hard game as well. Isn't oh, it? is it? Yeah, it, it, it's like classic PlayStation 2 game where there's a couple of levels that just get crazy difficult. (laughs)
1: Because that game was like, I'm glad we're talking about Red Dead all of a sudden, but I just remember that game was like partially developed and then Rockstar bought it. Yeah. So they could use the Red Dead title, basically. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Yeah.
1: So Mass Effect. (laughs) Mass Effect, yeah. Uh, We've played one and two, uh, and now we're playing the third one. What did you think, Dave?
2: First question. Still FemShep.
1: Oh yeah, same same shepherd all the way through. Yeah, uh, you I I imagine. Really,
2: I really liked this one, and I really enjoyed it. And I actually played most of the DLC as well. I didn't realize it until I was just looking after the fact of to what we what we did. Um, right. I think the only thing I missed was the stupid little mini game from Mass Effect Two, where you on <laughs> the planets. <laughs> You know. I mean there's a version it, of it, but there's it's a not version exactly. of it, but it's not as it's not as fun and it's not quite because there's a bunch of missions that you like do that just Yeah.
1: They, they like streamlined it. They also got rid of the mini games for the hacking.
2: Yes. Which, which I'm I okay mind. with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think those added anything to it. And then so I suppose we're going with the negatives first. So I missed that. Um and then the only other problem I had sometimes was the mission list gets very long, and it's very hard. I almost ended up with a pen and paper as to like, okay, I need to go to this system and find this book for this guy, you know, or whatever.
1: It's a bit I more know. vague in the quest yeah. structure. It's just There's just a list of quests you have to do. At least in the last one, it seemed like they were a little more plotted out. Yes. So yeah, I just kept looking at that like...
2: And what, then what it the would say, mission? like, Citadel mission, and you'd right. say such a guy, and the mission was actually to go somewhere else and get something for that guy. Right. Whereas I think, it felt like on the old one, it was like, it would give you the star system and find this, and then when you found it, it would tell you that now you've got to deliver it to, you know, whoever.
1: Right. Uh, I agree with that 100%. I kept having to, like, just Google search, like, what the fuck is this mission? And, like... yeah. And then, okay. Or well, where is it? Yeah.
2: Sometimes it would give you the star system. Uh, it would give you the gal- like the star system, and then the planet, or the sun and then the planet. And then other times it would just give you the planet name and expect you to know that that was in such and such a star system in such and such a cluster. You know. So.
1: There, I did all the missions in the game, all the side missions except one mission. There's one side mission I wasn't able to finish, and it's because it it was a it was a collect intel mission in one of the main story missions. And so once yes. that story mission was over, it locks you out. So that I had a
2: couple re- of those that, yeah, you couldn't go back
1: because yeah. of the DLC or whatever. So that's the one mission I didn't complete in the game. But I did everything else. Um, yeah, I would say that was the most... I didn't mind that the mini games were gone. Uh, no, the version of it that's in there was fine. It's a little different. the The thing that's different in this game, and instead of really collecting minerals, it's about collecting resource. The war, yes, t- war resources. Instead you get of like, like people
2: come to your cause, don't right. you? Basically, so you've right. got to get over. It's like three thousand five hundred or something war points.
1: Yeah, the basic version, and then, yeah,
2: basic. So you know the main story missions will get. Get you like two or three hundred, maybe five hundred. And then, like, all these little side quests get you like 25 because you recruit right. some scientist or some yeah. little band of ships or whatever.
1: Basically, once you cross the minimum requirement line, it allows you, you can now go finish the game if you want. I think we both
2: did the same thing though. We crossed that minimum yeah, requirement
1: line and just kept going. <laughs> the so, mission list was empty. So something that you mentioned before we started recording was the fact that there was a multiplayer in this game, unlike the other yeah. other uh, Mass Effect 1 and 2. And the one thing that you could do in the with the multiplayer is that it allowed you to collect resources and get it all the way to 100, basically. So you could keep playing mm. that, and it would allow you... So that's... Because I, I felt like I did everything in the game except for that one tiny mission, and I still couldn't yeah. get 100%. So like, I feel like that's where the... The multiplayer is missing because you could just go in there and like you know collect more resources and get it to 100 percent. basically and, yeah uh, it was a pretty cool fun multiplayer too
2: yeah but i really enjoy it. i really enjoyed the game i played all the dlc the only one i didn't like was the citadel and i know people really like from what i've read people really like that one because it's more about it's like you're taking a break on the Citadel and you get to know all the characters and the love lives and all the rest of it. I enjoyed it. But I was just like, oh, I just wanted to get back to the story. I don't know why. I just, it didn't do it for me at all. And it just felt like pulling teeth like that. That was the only slow spot in the game. So did you ever play the f-
1: the this the first? Or is this your first you
2: know, time? I think this is the first time I've played this one. I played Mass Effect 2. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why I didn't play this. Because it was on the 360, and mm-hmm. you know, back then I was a big. I had the 360, and I don't know why I wouldn't have got it because I really enjoyed one. I really enjoyed one and two. So,
1: yeah. Uh, so I I bought this one when it launched. Uh, it came on PS3 and 360 the same time this time. So it's the first Mass Effect. Yeah. One. And uh, uh, but I never played the DLC. So I've only played the base game all the way through, and I I only played it once. Well, once and a quarter, because if you know the story behind Mass Effect 3, there was a big outpouring about the ending, and so they changed and rewrote the ending and then updated it later, (laughs) so uh, I guess I could figure out what the original ending is if I went back and played this without the update, But, uh, uh, but I couldn't tell you for the life of me what the change was going into it now i'd have to read about what the change from what was. i
2: read that from what i read the change was that they basically did a bit more explaining so you know how does the final choice how you use the crucible or not as the case may be just like a middle choice there's a middle choice but also originally you made your choice and then that was the end like and i think they added some more cutscene beyond gotcha. beyond that you know to kind of pad it not pad it out but like give you a more satisfying
1: end right so So i having not ever played the dlc uh played all of it i loved all of it i enjoyed all of it uh i I enjoyed
2: all of it apart i like the citadel even the citadel wasn't that bad
1: i enjoyed romancing my characters and you know uh having throwing the party and taking the group photo and all (laughs) that shit i enjoyed all that shit i did did you do the pull-up challenge no, I did not. I did. did I did the challenge. entire pull-up challenge.
2: <laughs> I I got to the. I don't know why the Citadel bit just hit me at the time, where I was like, oh, I just want to get get gone with this.
1: Uh, but no, I, really,
2: I... I the From Ashes DLC was all right. We've, that's the one that gives you Jarvik The anyway, spoilers are alerts incoming. Lots of them.
1: <laughs>
2: but that was the one that give you gave you the Pr- Promethean uh, Jarvik as a squad mate.
1: I don't know. He yeah. was in it from
2: originally. Was he? Um, I'm pretty sure. And then there was Le- Le- Leviathan, the one where you go to the bottom of the sea. I really enjoyed that. Definitely that definitely is
1: a DLC. You, that was cool, different.
2: And you find out about the Reaper's origins. I thought that that really added to the story and the lore. Like,
1: there, the other DLC is the one where you go, uh, the Asari who, mobster. Omega? Yeah, you go back to Omega, and then it has the yeah. two new characters you play with. Drain. Yeah, that was that was all right. It was like... It's like filler.
2: It was pretty good, but only because... You could say that about a lot of this game, though. Like, half of the reason it was so good is you'd met a lot of these characters before or been in these places before, so...
1: Right. So, uh, my original... Obviously, my original playthrough, my character started at Mass Effect 2 and then went to Mass Effect 3. So I I believe because I never played Mass Effect 1... And the choices I made in Mass Effect 2, Rex was never in my game. Ah. So So playing this this trilogy this time, just having Rex all through the game totally changed. There's a bunch of stuff that just totally changed. And and uh Tally being dead from my mm. my last gameplay was just like it just it's kinda weird playing a game with like characters that are missing or not there and then certain things that I I really didn't remember this game. Like, halfway, I'm halfway through the game, like, I don't remember any of this (laughs) playing
2: it. Yeah. I think that's what, I think that was one of the reasons it's such a highly rated game. Is if you do play the previous ones, depends on, it's like different what happens to you and what happens to me, depending on the characters we lost in the previous one.
1: But. I also thought it was funny or kind of crazy. I forgot about the fact that you come out of the elevator in your ship and then there's a wall of all the dead people from your crew. Yes. And I just always oh, just scene like, you come out and there's just Tally's name. I'm just like, that fucking I fucking <laughs> hate this game. No. no, just it's, like, fucking weird. It's just like... And then, because my romance... In the first game, I romanced Liara. In the second game, she's not really interested in having a romance because she's a shadow broker. So I... Mm-hmm. I kind of, I don't know, who did I romance in that game?
2: I didn't romance anyone, I don't think in the second one. The I don't first really... one
1: was um, the Marine
2: guy. He's in it a little bit on this one. but
1: So, oh no, I I kind of romanced uh, the chick, your little secretary. In number two, the secretary next to you. And yes. And then I didn't think I romanced. Yes, yeah, so did I. I don't think I romanced Thane in number two. But when I came to number three... Dude, Thane, he's he like hot and heavy for me. So like it shows, and then Liara's upset that I'm spending time with Thane, but Thane's dying. Liara still, but who do I hook up with? I hook up with the girl next to me again. And we had a lot of sex scenes. Like, there's yeah. just a lot of romantic scenes. I had a shower scene. I had a hot tub scene. I had.
2: Dang, oh. I played this game wrong. But I didn't get any of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. It's fucking great. I was like, yeah, anyway. So, uh,
2: it's funny. I just feel like even though I played this game through, if I played it again, it would be totally different.
1: It's funny. It's so funny. Like the, some of the
2: decisions you make, because there's a couple of points in the game where you make basically you can choose between race A, race B, and or try and please them both. I pissed off half the races, to be quite honest. Oh, so. did you? Yeah, so like when you choose between um uh the biophage for the Krogans and they tell you that the tower is um there's got it's got a failsafe in it or something oh, right, that right, right. makes it not work. Well I told the Krog I fixed it and told the Krogan oh. you know and cured the Krogans so the Salarians were all like pissed off. So they didn't join the alliance. But I was like, screw you guys, you
1: genocidal hunk you know I assholes. I- so I sided with the Krogans, the tower, Morden dies, but the Salarians still are on my team. They still sided with, the only people I lost, lost were, uh, uh, what are Talies' people called? Quarians. The Quarians. Yeah, I lost them as well. Because I sided the, with the Geth, I sided with the Geth.
2: Yeah, the Geth became sentient and I was like,
1: yeah, good on you. Which I didn't, and then- I remember not doing that in the... I, I did remember that part from the first time I played, and I did side with the Quarians that time. But this time, because I like Legion so much, and Tally was dead, I decided to yeah. side with Legion. But then, fucking Legion dies. So it's was just like, it's like a lose lose. It's like I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Legion. Legion, I li- I really like that character. Yeah,
2: I liked. I, I must admit, I liked most of the characters. I did still find myself playing. Um, what's his name? Most of the time, Sniper Dude. Uh,
1: oh, Gareth. Alright, yes, yeah. No, I just female death squad all the time. Liara and, <laughs> uh...
2: I did, like, Liara was always, like, in my rotation who, who pretty is, heavy.
1: Who did I mostly... Liara and, uh... Who's the other chick I played? I'm forgetting her name now. There's another... What is it on here? I don't know. Anyway. Um, I, occasionally, I would... I'd play as, uh... No, I'm pretty much sure. I stuck. I, I don't think I ever played Garrus. You know who was an improvement. You know who was dead in my game the first time. So in number two, my original, one of my original playthroughs, and so in three, when I came through, Jack had been dead. But talk about oh. Jack in this in this game is such an improvement. Like her character design is way hotter, and she's just really. But you don't get <laughs> to play. You don't get to play as her or use her yeah. as a squad. It's like, oh, that sucks.
2: I thought that was interesting, yeah, because you come back and you meet some of the characters who you could previously have in your squad, and then you're not, they're not playable in this game. Or Or they'd be playable
1: for like a couple missions.
2: Yes, they join you for like a little bit.
1: Yeah. Like Rex was like, you got to have him in a a mission for a couple or something, but then he was gone. Um, Oh, it's the AI, it's uh, the AI character. Uh, Oh yeah. Evie. Evie. So Evie was always, so it's her and Liara was generally my death squad. And that's what I (laughs) rolled with generally.
2: Yeah. I used Evie quite a bit. I quite liked that character. So
1: I actually think uh, playing it, I was just like, Oh my God, I almost never wanted it to end. Like I went through this game. I felt I went through this game so fast and, uh, I kind of didn't want it to end. And, uh, I, I might like it more than two actually. Uh, yeah
2: know. i'm i can i can see that i like i like the broad strokes of this game as well and it was quite memorable like and then having to choose between the races and the missions i i just i it it just feel it feels like a tree that just can branch off in so many different directions depending on like
1: you know what choices you make what what was your ultimate choice at the end
2: uh i became the uh I became the crucible, oh, well, or one of a bad description. How about you?
1: The one where she, is that the one where she dies?
2: Yeah, she yeah. Di- dies and takes over the AI basically, and
1: right. Yeah. yeah, that's the one I also chose. Yeah, the the middle one didn't unlock for me.
2: Yeah, I think there's a because co- I've read there's four endings. One one is where the one of the ones they added was where you basically just. Do nothing and the Reapers win, which seems like a kind of crap.
1: Yeah. Well, because there's the one where you survive. There's the one where you die, and then there's like yep. one... There's like a.
2: There's one where they become where the Reapers like synthetic and organic. Every every race becomes synthetic and organic.
1: Is it where you just don't do, you just sit there and don't do anything? Is that what the I'm point? Not sure. I, don't, I, I don't always know. thought I you walked through the center, but maybe you don't walk through the center because I do. I do remember playing it. In, uh, my original playthrough at the end, I played through all the endings. I didn't do that this time. And there's a yeah. in in one of the scenes where Evie walks out with Joker. Her visor is green. It turns green instead of blue or yellow uh-huh. or whatever. It's like a green color, uh, signifying I don't know what, but that it was different. But, but she's changed, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I spent most of the game running around in that like black levis rest that she has
1: of course of course yeah
2: like once one because there's that mission where you've got to infiltrate the party and like get into the safe is it
1: i love i love i love that shit where like anytime you dance or they bring up your dancing and it's just like a joke that yeah you can't dance that you
2: can because it's so true it's like they 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 dance like it's dad dance isn't it
1: if you (laughs) go into the bar there's a scene where she dances against the wall it's pretty funny i don't know it's there's yeah and i I love how i love how joker the whole time is like uh trying to court evie and yes that dialogue is hilarious i don't know
2: yeah i think i can see why you like the citadel because the word that really goes into that kind of yeah humor and the, the relationships and doesn't take itself too seriously so i could see why people would like that dlc i
1: thought it was funny too though the way it's kind of because I would keep going back to it. I wouldn't do it all at once. I would kind of come back and leave. and But I always thought it was kind of funny that, like, they're in a hurry. Earth is dying. Yeah. And yet, I have my apartment. You need to take some time off. <laughs> yeah. <just> like, <laughs> yeah. What? It's like, Earth's getting screwed over, but take some time off. It'll do you good. Video game logic. It's just like... <laughs> uh, but I like... Yeah, I enjoyed all that shit. Uh, I thought it was funny. Uh, I don't know. But... yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I do think I do think like we had gripes. I think we had gripes in one and two about like kind of the mapping structure of the citadel. I found it was really easy to navigate this time. I felt like yeah, it made a lot
2: more sense, didn't it? This
1: time, pretty
2: also when you brought up the map, it Mm -hmm. would tell you like where the people were, right? In for sure. So it was a lot easier to find the guy you were looking for, or, or at least find the people that had some kind of
1: information for you so and then if you were like into turning a you know a mission really quickly like as soon as you hit the citadel it would say hey do you need a lift to yeah, this you part want transportation right away you don't, yeah. you don't have to like load a million times to get to the certain point and uh oddly i man i was leveling up super fast i had so much money like I don't feel like progression was very difficult in this no. one. I like I, I don't know if it carried over or something, but I, I felt like I was maxed out right away. And I never
2: felt... <laughs> once I, like I got the uh, self-recharging gun. I can't remember what, whether it was the Geth plasma rifle or whatever that just you know it has like 30 rounds and then you don't shoot for a little while and it charges up. Right. Once I got that, I just didn't use pretty much anything else and never ran out of ammo. I never felt like I was desperate for money to buy stuff. It yeah, was I just like, felt like I could just
1: and even then, like once all the stores were unlocked, I would just all buy it. even yeah. though it costs more. I would just buy it from the ship store where they had all of the vendors yeah. in one spot. And I just because it costs more, it didn't really matter because I just had so much and money all the time. To be
2: quite honest, I didn't find I, I didn't find myself digging too deep into that portion of the game. Hmm. I never felt like I needed to upgrade because, like, the difficulty was not terrible. Right. I think the worst character actually was that ninja um, guy. What's his name? Uh, oh, the right. man's lackey. And I feel um, like
1: that's 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 not because he's difficult. They just made him. Yeah. So you can't well, kill a... him. You can't kill him, right? Or you have to like keep. Yeah.
2: I had a glitch where I just couldn't kill him. Oh, I ended really? Up re- I ended up resetting it. Oh, that's fine. And I killed him in the, like about five five minutes. The first time I I sat there for fifty fifteen fifteen minutes, just like bullet sponging him and it was like just nothing
1: i actually considered platinum in it because i think i have like 78 percent of the trophies and i was just like oh man do i want to just grind this out but probably have to play it on hardcore mode and i I didn't really feel like doing that so yeah but yeah
2: i know it's (laughs) you want it to be fun not like banging your head against the wall
1: i mean i do really wish i really could have gone for just a few more hours, I think. I, I I was not sick of it. It could have gone on. I I don't know, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you know, leave me wanting more. I suppose. Like, yeah, leave
2: you wanting more as opposed to like leaving you being like, oh. I,
1: I do like I like I do like those moments like at the very end for, for when you enter the last pretty much like the last level and you like, kind of like you go around and you talk to all your crew about like well yeah. here it is. I kind of like those moments, and you see everyone who showed up to fight with you and.
2: Yeah, that was cool. And this is like I could see how if you'd made different choices there'd be different people there.
1: Right. For sure. So. Or not any of them there. You yeah. Know? But it was cool, like having the you know, you walk into this room and there's this giant geth there and it's like, you know, I don't know. I find all yeah. that kind of stuff kind of cool. You know, you did this for them and they're all loyal to you now and
2: Yeah. And then you didn't have to talk to them if you didn't want to, but of course you do. Of course. Of course. I didn't play it in the mode, but I've, apparently there's a mode where you it just does the dialogue and makes the choices for you. Oh, if you really? To play the action, yeah. Oh, interesting. I was reading about it. There's like three modes to play. One is um, one is action, which is essentially it just plays the dialogue. It's like cutscenes. You don't have any, well, not any choice, but
1: you know what. Uh, what path does it take you on?
2: I'm not sure. No. I didn't. That'd be just,
1: I'd be curious to know if it just takes you down like Paragon path, or or if it has you choose. Maybe do you want to be Paragon or do you want to be Renegade? Did That'd you have cool. much
2: Renegade points at the end?
1: Uh, yeah, I had a few. I mean, I was mostly Paragon, but every time someone was a bitch and I just wanted to slap them, or yeah, I,
2: did. I there's a couple of times when I slapped people, yeah,
1: or uh, uh, you know you're gonna shoot you're like I'm gonna I wanna shoot if they're gonna give me the choice I'm gonna shoot this guy cause this dude's a fucking asshole so like yeah. the R2 pops up it's like yeah I'm gonna end this motherfucker you know so there's every once in yeah, a I while it's like
2: I did that to one or two people yeah it was just like no you're an asshole
1: it's interesting in the pull-up challenge with uh what's his name the big buff dude uh so his 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 fucking I don't know did you even instigate this I definitely talked to him and uh his record for pull-ups is like 140 and then he go, and then I go. Well, I can, I could, I could beat that. And it's like, am I gonna do 140 pull ups right now? And yes, I am. But you do like every once, <laughs> like you do L two, L two, and then every once in a while, R two. So it's like Paragon, Paragon, yeah. Renegade, 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 Paragon, Renegade, Renegade. It's just weird. So I did that. I pushed those buttons 140 times, beat his record. I don't know. It's just fucking. <laughs> So, oh, stupid. Funny. so stupid! So stupid! Yeah, I did ch- the
2: one with Barris. Is it where where you do oh, the, the shooting? shooting? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, do you want to let him win or Fuck, do you want to no. just like? And I'm like, no, no. He's he's a big boy. He can manage. You yeah. can accept that I'm a better shot.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's oh, funny shit, dude. But yeah, I like <laughs> I like all. The, but like, I just am I really gonna do this pull up thing? <laughs> you sat
2: there and you're like, is it really gonna make me press the button 140 yeah. times? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And you know,
1: it, it I, keeps changing the perspective, and every once in a while you'll see, uh, what is his name, Vasquez? V- I don't know, anyway.
2: I, yeah, you'll aliens, but yeah, I know the, the, I big big know the buff, character know mean, mean, yeah. The meat,
1: meat, meat cake guy, or beef cake guy. Anyway, he's sitting there punching on the punching bag, and he's like, way to go, Shepard. You're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it's just so stupid. It's like... I don't know. I would love I would love to know why they decided to put that in the game, but anyway, it was pretty funny.
2: <laughs> uh just so people could talk about it.
1: I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, for this podcast. But yeah, I love all the quirky stuff in it. Um It was weird every time someone died and you just see their name, like Legion dies, his name goes up on the board, Thane dies. It's just like, God damn, I'm losing everybody on this goddamn game. <laughs> it was weird. And then Liara just cold-shouldered me, you know? I don't think you can romance her. I don't know. I thought you could again, but I guess not. I don't know.
2: Yeah, she seemed like she wasn't as into it this time. Not the romancing, but, like, she just wasn't as central to the game.
1: Uh, It's weird. Yeah. I think you you get with Garrus in this game, but I'm not. Anyway. Yeah. Bought all the ships. Uh... Bought the, I bought an eel for like a hundred thousand credits or some shit. I don't know, like just random shit. Like, I don't I have,
2: think I spent much time in the store. To be quite honest, I was just—it's not—it just wasn't somewhere I was like felt like I needed to go.
1: I was invested. <laughs> I bought new furniture for my apartment. You know, I mean, come on—the admiral or the general guy said, "Spend some time." So you did. So I did. I didn't get the fucking stupid like they have like they do have other mini games in the new cit that Citadel part that's off they have some other games in there like I played some, some of the gambling ones in the casino but uh, yeah. no there's another like uh, there's like a Street Fighter type game. Yes. There's a street fighter
2: <laughs> isn't there a like shooting type shoot 'em up.
1: Oh I didn't play game. that one. Uh, yeah. It's like don't do that. If you can't do it well, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, stick to what you get at. Stay yeah. in it, like. Yeah, I was just like, mm, mm. No. but no, I I, uh, I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, I mean, I had fun with the entire trilogy. I thought it was really cool to yeah. play it all, especially in such a short kind of yeah. I mean, like I know it as... it's a year, but it's a short kind of a time span to do all three of those games, and
2: yeah, because like it, it felt like you, numbers one and two are still somewhat fresh in your memory, as opposed to. You know, you played them four or five years ago.
1: Also, just how well they, like, really stand up, you know, against the, the... Yes. You know, video games, some video games you go back to and they just do not. And these all, you know, stand up as a piece of collective work, even on their own, but as a piece of collective video game work. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. The
2: story, and and the fact of the story is just, it works, Over three games. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing when they made the first one, they didn't really think too far ahead about making...
1: Yeah, because it just kind of ends, that first one. Yeah. It's just kind of, oh, we we won, and it's just roll credits. You know, there's no real... Mm -hmm. It's really in the second one that, all right, we're going to establish something.
2: And they really... And I like how the alien races are very distinctive, and they all have... It just... It feels... It feels like old star trek where you know you've got the klingons and the romulans and each race has its own personality and it's kind of like guiding philosophy
1: and but all the designs of those creatures, yeah, alien races are all really well done you know like i believe, i believe those more than some of the star trek ones actually for some reason yeah, i don't know no, i
2: i i would give you that it's like yeah, they're all distinctive and they're all good
1: like the Solarian is such a weird Race, but it's also a very cool race. Like, yeah, I don't know. I f- I find that design very interesting and uh, very cool. I don't know. Same with the Krogans, but that's basically the Krogans are basically your your Klingons. You know, yeah. Both start with K's. I, like, I
2: must admit, I like the Krogans. One hundred percent.
1: I think it's, it's like, funny they have little tails. It's very <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's I don't know if you got this scene, but there's in the new Citadel DLC. There's a mission where. Uh, Grunt is just got drunk and fucked some shit up, and you have to walk around and pay. No, okay, so you have to walk around and deal with all his like getting drunk and breaking shit, and so you have to pay for stuff because he lit a car on fire and drove it through a fucking thing, and <laughs> all kinds of stupid shit, all kinds That's of funny awesome. stupid shit. And so, anyway, Grunt's apologizing. And he's like, "It's so," and my shepherd. I'm just being nice to him because I like Grunt a lot. And it's like, and Grunt goes, "I love you, Shepherd." It's just like, oh, it's like so sweet. It's like so stupid because he's all being a junk and dumbass. And then he's just very, yeah, nice.
2: like Grunt is the teenager, isn't he? It's, oh, yeah.
1: it's just funny. It's like, oh, and then he never got to be in my squad. That was like the sad, oh, this disappointing thing. It's like, oh.
2: yeah, I must admit I was disappointed that Grunt didn't come back because I like Grunt.
1: But, uh yeah. So that was always that was a funny little memory. I streamed all of it. So like, if anybody listening to this wants to go back and watch me play, the f- near I don't know, play like thirty five hours of gameplay, maybe forty. I don't know. You guys can. I have got gotten quite a few views on some of them, surprisingly. But um, yeah, just some great, cool, funny moments. Uh, it's just solid game. Very
2: a solid trilogy.
1: Hundred percent. I mean, more than solid. I think. I think it is a ma- I think it stands up. I think it is a masterpiece. I think it's it, It's deserving of all its accolades yep. that it's gotten over the years, and there's a reason that people love it so much. Um,
2: and I think, to be quite honest, they always had a hard act to follow when they did Mass Effect Andromeda. Because the trilogy kind of ends in a good way, and it's like, yes, the characters are really interesting, and there's still life in that universe, but by the same token... Right. There's no easy way to kind of continue it.
1: I think well, I think Andromeda has some other issues that are Have you played Andromeda? No, I have um, not. You should borrow it. And you should play it. <laughs> um I think my problem with Andromeda is it's just a lot. Like it's it it I think what's cool about Mass Effect while it is kind of open, it's still a very driven story. It's yes. very for the most part linear and kind of a A certain way. I must
2: admit, I liked that Mass Effect Three could basically be summed up in about like four or five chap, right? Bits. You know, there's the initial invasion, then there's the Krogan bit, then there's Tali and the Geth, then there's the elusive man, and then there's the finale, basically. Right. Right. Yeah, the DLC adds into there, but
1: it's right. The problem with Andromeda is that it wants you to settle colonies on planets, so like it adds this whole. There's a story, and then there's all this, like, we, but we want you to, like, make colonies on all these planets, so there's all this open-world shit they want you to do. And then kind of like in Mass Effect 3, where you're, uh, you know, collecting all your war resources, you yeah. have to colonize a certain amount of planets before you can initialize the final game uh, story. And it's just like, I don't want to do all this open-world colonizing shit. Yeah. You know? Because it, it was so much more work than... Just collecting resources it seemed like it anyway
2: yeah like mass effect 3 basically you do bits of the story to collect resources
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's like and then if and then because they're so good and well written you kind of want to keep going with some other stuff and yeah. whereas andromeda doesn't necessarily feel like it's all good there's definitely good in it it's just not all good there's just too much that isn't good that they could have trimmed out And kind of streamlined it. And I think that's Andromeda's failing.
2: But I kind of felt the same way about Horizon Forbidden West. It was like when I played that, it was the game had expanded too much. They had like too big a map with too much stuff in it that didn't drive the story and was kind of inconsequential. uh You know, but
1: anyway. Funny, no, along those lines though, it's kind of funny because the new Spider Man 2, they actually scale back the story that was one of the critiques that it's not as long as the other two games and it's like, or the first game and it's like, well I think they just want to tell a focused story and then if you want to go off and do the other stuff that's up to you but like, and I kind of like that, like make the requirements and the game a focused narrative of 20 to 25 hours and then if the other stuff is something that you fall in love with then you'll do it but like, Andromeda just dropped you into this, I have to do all this, what, before the fun? And it's just kind of like, but once you get yes. through that, then it is fun. Like, I I think Andromeda is fun. You just have to get through it for, like, the first five to eight hours. It's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, I kind
2: of want to play Spider-Man 2 because I really enjoyed the I platinum the first Spider-Man game, and I played my, Miles Morales, and that was pretty good.
1: Definitely solid games, and, uh, you know. Yeah it's just, you know, focus. I think that's yeah. one thing to learn from what Insomniac is doing. It's like focus. And I think this original Mass Effect trilogy has focus. And I think when you lose focus to make it just... Yeah. I hate the fact that like gamers nowadays equate like, oh, 45, 60 hours means it's worth $60, yeah. which that's not necessarily... Quantity isn't quality, you know?
2: No. I like <laughs> What I liked about this was you could initiate the final mission once you got mm-hmm. to... You know, it gave you a progress bar, and it's like, once you hit here, you can go to the final content. Mm-hmm. But both you and I didn't, because, like, it was just so enjoyable in the, story, the stories of the other
1: characters that you didn't want to miss. 100%. And plus, I feel like, you know, you get to that point, and it's like, well, we could do this already? It's like, because I feel like I just started this game, you know? It's like, I want to, you know, I think that's smart to be like, you know. And then it leaves you wanting more. I put, you know, when you can play like a 35 30 35 hour game and be like, "Oh man, I want to play more of this." I think that's the success. I think yeah. that's that's focus and done right. You know, don't give me an 80 hour game and tell me I have to you know. Yeah,
2: I imagine in its original form without the DLC, it was probably 25 uh, yeah, hours. Probably, yeah. probably, yeah. But by the same token, the D- I must admit I was very impressed how the DLC didn't feel like DLC.
1: Yeah, I didn't know at first, I like I hit a, yeah. I, like that Omega DLC, I didn't realize it was DLC, I just like, I start. I initiated it, I went off and did this quest, and I'm like, what? I don't remember this at all, and then all of a sudden I'm getting I new I thought characters. maybe,
2: <laughs> like, DLC it felt a little bit, just because it was kind of separate parallel, right. but the other ones, like the Levi- Leviathan one was just... That just felt like part of the game.
1: I guess, but I, they, I was still collecting them as a resource for my war meter. Yep. So it still oh, yeah. was tied in. So it just felt like, oh, I'm just out here doing this thing. And then at some point it's like, yeah. I don't remember these characters <laughs> being in my party. This has got to be DLC. Anyway. So, but yeah, just really fun, well written. It's. It's. Yep. I'm curious what this new, I mean, we're not going to see it for like a few years still, but... Whatever this new Mass Effect is going to be, I'm I'm curious what direction they're going to go because, and I hope they take go back, and look at this original trilogy and see what was successful. You know,
2: sometimes I'm a, I I find this with a lot of things nowadays. It's like I wish they'd just go off and do a new universe oh, or 100%, a new story. Hundred percent. It's kind of like Star Wars. It's getting to the point where it's like and Star Trek. It's as much as I love them and. You want them to go back to the universe after, after a while. There's just no more. It's just very hard to do something new and imaginative. And
1: well, that's the other thing. Andromeda was, I mean, it it does. It's the same universe, same type of characters, but there's no mention of the original Mass Effect. Like maybe <laughs> Shepard is mentioned offhandly, but you're not even a part of N7. You know, it's a totally different storyline. And I think it was fine. It's just no focus i think is the problem yeah and i think the i think the world has enough uh, richness that you could create that new story it just needs to be focused i think but but at the same time 100 percent, i wish new ip was what they did instead
2: so yeah sometimes i feel like they take what would have been a great story anyway and shoehorn it into an existing universe just because it's less risky to
1: oh Make. so many so many games yeah. of like I so many even... games
2: and so many movies as well it's like you know
1: oh 100 i
2: feel because like, i really enjoyed star wars rogue one and that that didn't need to be in the star wars universe necessarily
1: you know that, that's uh you know what is it the dirty dozen or uh, yeah but no what's the other one uh, uh... whatever war movie that they, they all die at the end they go on a mission <laughs> isn't it the dirty dozen
2: I think it is the dirty dozen where most of them die, yeah. There's only like two of them make
1: it out at the end. Right, right. Anyway, that's the same time. It's the same story.
2: Yep. <laughs> Although you're the film film guy, so there's only so many stories, isn't there? Right. <laughs> what is it, like four stories or something?
1: Oh well there's man against man, man against God, man against nature. Yep. Yeah, so exactly. That's it, basically. <laughs> maybe man against self. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> but no, I love this. Uh, I'm so glad we played it. I'm glad we got to do these episodes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of like things that stood out that I need. Like I wanted to say, and I'm not saying, but, um, I like the galaxy map,
2: uh, the reapers coming after you with controlling the galaxies. that was, <laughs> That was fun.
1: Add a um, little, add a little flavor. They never caught me. I don't even know. Did they catch you? I don't even know what they They caught do. me
2: once, but then you just restart and it's fine.
1: It's, it's not like a big th- deal. Nothing happens. Oh, okay. No,
2: you don't really lose anything for it. It's just like instant death, basically.
1: Yeah, I always like. Oh, I would like risk it, and then I would just take off.
2: <laughs> they only caught me because I was like trying to get the, you know, stupid thing for a qu- side quest. Because you would scan the planet, find whatever it was, mm-hmm. and then run out there as fast as you could
1: yeah uh there's some cool shit though oh there was one mission okay there is one boss battle i think it's the boss battle before legion dies where you're fighting that reaper and you're doing the lock-on laser thing to the reaper yes uh so fucking slow and it's just like Shoot the glowy bit. Shoot the glowy yes. bit, but then it, it's I'm like clicking it to charge and lock on, and it's just like,
2: yeah, it'll only like, let it, you
1: lock on at and, a certain time, and you basically yeah. got to like dodge back and forth and miss the beam. And I was just like, I got frustrated there in the beginning because I got st- I'd back up and get stuck on something, and they're like I can't fucking roll, and I was like, I got a bit frustrated there, and I was just like, why, I was just, this, I just why found is this that even really in- easy? It, it was, was easy, like, uh, but I. But- in the very beginning, I was just like, "What the fuck?"
2: I think they were trying to go for a sense of scale, you know. That was I part
1: guess. of it. But I, part of me was just like, "Let's just lock on it once, kill it, and call it good." Like, I don't need to do this like three, four times. It's just like, Bleh. yeah, I've got
2: something. I've got something in the orbit that's gonna kill it. Let's yeah, just do let's it. Let's
1: just get on with it. Uh, yeah. So, because then you do it. You kind of do it again later, but don't. Yeah. And it's just like quick. And it's just like, don't do this in your games. <laughs>
2: But I just I did enjoy the shooting mechanic. I thought it oh, yeah. was fun, and you know,
1: definitely played, slowly played got around tighter.
2: with a few of the weapons and the add-ons. Actually, did make make a difference. And
1: but. did you add many new powers? Like you could go into the med bay and add. You could switch. You could like add another power.
2: I did, I did one or two, but I kind of just got. I got my character. But halfway through, I was just got a character I was comfortable with that yeah. like really worked for me, and I was I, after that I didn't really explore any any of the other stuff.
1: Pretty much the same here. I mean, I would go in there just to kind of see, but I was like, "Nah, I'm I'm happy. I'm good." Yeah,
2: yeah. I would I would unlock stuff, and I'm and and I almost screwed myself up because on the final mission, I decided I would play around with like the add-ons for my gun. And I and I thought I'd put them back to the way they were. So I got so used to like my gun working in a particular way when I pressed the buttons. And I put these add-ons on so it was more like a sniper rifle than a regular right rifle. And it really screwed me up. Because you know, I was so used to like locking on and it would be like just laser sight. And then it I changed it to like this sniper scope and so it would go like really zoomed in. And I'm like, no, that's not what I want. <laughs>
1: it's funny, but... okay. I don't know. This is another thing I didn't remember um, that I wanted to talk about the the Shepherd clone. Is that DLC or is that original story? Do you know?
2: I do not know. Yeah, you meet you meet the clone. Is that? I'm trying to think if that's part of the DLC
1: because it's also a very inventive uh, missions because it's the whole crew. Is running through this mission, and they're like yes. giving fire support, and you're running around, and, and it was she kind takes of
2: over the ship. With your, yeah, yeah, invoice and all the rest of it.
1: Yeah, and it's just like man, and then uh,
2: yeah, because she hacks into the citadel to change. It's gonna be a DLC story. Central right? records to
1: because I did not remember it.
2: Like, yeah.
1: Yeah, asking anyway. the guy who I didn't know, play you tree and played it. I mean, I really enjoyed it, and then I think it's funny because, like, you know, she's trying to get on your ship, and then my girlfriend, yep. her toothbrush is what gets us into the ship. Yes, and then yeah, uh, that was funny—the toothbrush. And then, uh, uh, you know, you fight in the in the cargo bay, and then I did try to save her, and then she just she said "fuck you" anyway, and yep, just, and it's just like, all right. <laughs> yeah,
2: and nasty shepherd died.
1: So but I thought that was funny and that was cool and I, but I was just like I'm the better shepherd, bitch. <laughs> I also thought it was funny when they lock you in that like airtight container and your shepherd's just kind of like talking shit <laughs> and everyone else yep. is worried that they're going to run out of air. Yeah. I don't know. Some of the sometimes the writing's a lot of fun and kind yep. of you know, Yeah. Yeah, I like
2: I I did enjoy those few moments where it doesn't take itself super seriously. Like there's moments when it does, but like they kind of like pellet cleanses almost when the um, when there's the banter between them. Hundred percent. Yeah.
1: No. Really enjoyed it. Had a lot of fun. Sad that it's over.
2: Yep. Yep. But. Play it again in ten years. Maybe <laughs> I don't know.
1: It is. It is it sucks because the multiplayer was a lot of fun. That it wasn't included, but I, I I get the fact that they probably didn't want to turn the servers back on just to deal with that ancient ass, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, uh,
2: I could imagine if we went on now and the servers were on, it'd be
1: dead. It'd be you and me. It's basically like some of the single player missions where like you would clear out an area, and then you would just try to get to the extraction point. And then oh, it's kind out. of the zombie
2: horde type.
1: Yeah, but they would just be like Cerberus people or, you know, it'd be different. And you just land, you collect resources, you'd shoot a bunch, they'd send like a bunch of waves at you, and then you just yeah. go to the extraction zone and take off. And then, But you get to do that with like four of your friends or whoever was playing. I could have
2: done with more of the missions where you're in the mech. Oh. The, the like Leviathan mission, I think, is where you go in the mech. I, I can't, kind of found that fun.
1: Well, there's a trophy for, because like, there's a couple areas in the Cerberus where they have the mechs. And you just yeah. have to break them out, and you can take them over. You can hijack them.
2: Oh, I didn't I did yeah, discover that. There's a yeah. trophy
1: for that. So if you don't blow it up, if you uh, shoot the glass at the Cerberus guy. Oh, shoot the guy who's it, controlling in it. In the yeah. glass, and then it'll break, and then you can mount into it, and then run around. And It's not explained. You wouldn't know unless you, you know.
2: Yeah, just... most of the time I was just concerned about, like, actually killing them.
1: But, yeah, there's a towards the end there's that mission where you land in the, uh, sh- is it the geth ship I don't know and there's like all these ships taking off or something and there's some Cerberus. <laughs> oh no ah, I forget where it is there's a bunch of Cerberus in there for some reason anyway yeah it really helps to have the mech for that but
2: yeah there was there was that one little bit on the final mission where you're on earth and what are those big things called that run at you felt a little cheap Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. They just like horde mode you, and it's it's kind of tricky to keep alive.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that whole Leviathan thing was a different kind of cool. And actually, that was really short too. You just kind of go down, mm-hmm. you see it, and then you're I was like, oh. oh, I was kind of like, oh. yeah. And <laughs> then
2: you defend you defend the base. You go down, and then you come back up and defend it again, and, and
1: just kind of over. But the whole underwater thing was oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really think of, like, trying underwater mechanics, but...
2: Yeah, I also like I also like that one, though, just because it, it gave you a bit more information about the Reapers, so, you know, and it's, like, it's kind of cool.
1: Because we still don't really know a lot about it.
2: No, no, and it was, like, definitely expanding that little portion of the story. Right. Cool.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, well... I don't know. So I think the
2: general review of the trilogy is like awesome. Two oh, it's thumbs awesome. up. Yeah.
1: I would yeah, I totally agree. It's a masterpiece. I you know, obviously people are gonna have their favorites. Um, but I think playing the whole thing through uh, really kind of it gives me a whole new perspective. Especially yeah. playing the same character all the way through is just kind of cool. I don't know. I really enjoyed that experience.
2: Can you think of any other trilogies that are up there with it? <sighs>
1: trilogy that is up there
2: like game wise cuz there's some very solid games that are like single games or maybe they're in maybe there's single game in the sequel but it definitely feels like after the first game after, you know after the first game when they were making the second game they had the ideas you know they they had the trilogy kind of somewhat plotted out
1: i don't know man i don't know if there's a tr- uh, as good yeah. a trilogy Maybe the Batman trilogy, the Arkham Knight trilogy is pretty strong. I mean, it's the same characters, kind of dealing, but like, it's, but it's that's three different stories of the same re kind of retreaded villains. Whereas Mass Effect is the same villains and it's the same story arc. Like, it's all one story arc. You know, ultimately, it
2: also doesn't feel disjoint. Like when you finish the first one, it's not like oh, and now there's another one, right. That's what I like about it is it's like each one is self-contained. And if there wasn't another story, you'd be pretty happy with the way it ended.
1: Like Mass Effect Andromeda, while it is in the same game universe, I don't consider it a a sequel to this trilogy. It's its own thing, you know? So Uh, it's more like the
2: Mandalorian kind of...
1: Whereas Gears of War has like, what, five or six Gears of Wars that has the same characters? But I don't think those are consistent across the board yeah. or the Halo games. I don't think they're in this... You know, it's 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 a very weird. Uh, I yeah. think it's a very unique. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I can't really think of a just a trilogy of games that is. You know, so kind of. Yeah, I
2: can't even think of anything that were in, like it's
1: pretty like, tight, Dave. Really,
2: yeah. When there's nothing that I'm playing or have played recently that feels same if, as this if you know what i mean right like story wise cuz they usually like the horizon could, might go that way like maybe. it could it could be a kind of a cool trilogy in that respect P-
1: perhaps i don't know i haven't i still haven't played the second one so i don't know um but like you look at assassin's creed there's like a million games on that but like very few of those games are connected with each other they're all kind of they're yeah. a sequel just Different because it's a sequel but it's like, yeah, it's like yeah yeah like, they don't necessarily work all together. Uh, it's that's a tough one. Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, because these, these games definitely work together. And I can't even think of many games that do the uh character progression like this, i.e. if you lose a character in right. the previous game, you don't have access to them in the next one.
1: There's another one yeah. of those things also that's like, why isn't it done more? You know? Yeah like this was a cool thing that we all love for Mass Effect and no one does it you know yeah
2: and it gives it it much more emotional heft and impact when characters die if you know that they're not going to like be resurrected for the
1: next one right and you know i mean that was against my you know because we were doing this for this podcast losing tally you know in a weird gamer thing i would have saved scum gone back and made sure she made it through but i thought for this for this I thought it was important to just play the character as is yeah. all the way through. I thought that was very important. That was a part of this shepherd's story and it was just like but there's something Yeah, I cool also
2: about think that's that. the other thing, isn't it? It's like you two people can play this game and have different experiences. Oh yeah. And they're both good. It's like the choices I think that's what makes the choices more impactful is that they are actually choices that have consequences going down the line
1: yeah i can't I can't think of anything that really like Bioshock we were talking about Bioshock the other night last night, and those games are all vastly different. That's a trilogy, yeah. but those are all different. It's a games. trilogy, but
2: the, you know the decisions you make in Bioshock One don't really have any impact on two or three. It's like they don't affect the story in the way the story of Mass Effect can be quite different depending on what races and what you
1: know, and I think that's what people died bread and butter of what bioware used to do and i think that's what bioware needs to do to be successful again
2: but but like you were saying i think sometimes the world's too big like this this mass effect 3 felt like it was on the edge of being like if it was much bigger this i don't think the story would have been as tight like like i was saying earlier (laughs) it's like five pieces of story basically that come together to make
1: i guess the galaxy is pretty big but like those missions yeah. like the actual like level levels pretty small like you could get through a level pretty yes. like a like a game level pretty quickly it wasn't like andromeda where they put you on a planet and you're just like and now uh, now and you, then- you can go wherever you want it's like oh great i don't want to just take me to the mission
2: <laughs> yeah yeah at some point you sometimes you need that tightness don't you that it's like
1: because now now they, they want, want you, now they want you to sandbox the thing where like oh now here's the mission drive all the way over there but by the time you get over there there's like a million other things you're going to get sidetracked by and i was like I don't want to get sidetracked and I don't want to spend 20 minutes driving to this point
2: <laughs> <laughs> like there's a reason they put quick traveling these games anyway
1: but yeah, yeah I think I think maybe Mass Effect 3 is truly unique in that regard that yeah. it's a trilogy that is a trilogy that is ultimately one game <laughs> You know? Yes.
2: <laughs> it is really and uh, the universe is big enough that it feels like a full universe but it's small enough that you don't feel overwhelmed by it.
1: Maybe today it's just the fact that video games are so expensive to produce and there's expectations that like trying to do something this so yeah. grand is scary. It's like to to put your all your cards on the table and gamble whereas back in the 360 PS3 days there was just more risk willing to yeah take more it, it
2: wasn't as expensive to do it and so you did it but also i think sometimes you know studios are their own worst enemy they try and put content into a game and it's sometimes it's not about it's not it shouldn't always be about quantity right <laughs> like you were saying earlier it's quant quality that counts you know
1: I mean, maybe the Spider-Man trilogy is, I mean, it's not really a trilogy because it's like a, a number one, then like a 1.5, and then a two, yep. but like those guys, those, you don't carry any decisions across those games, but no. that story is those characters, there's new villains, they ha- they still have the same story technically, so that's, I mean, it's not the same, but it's probably the closest in the sense. Yeah, I could
2: see that. So. It's like, it's the same universe, but yeah, the doesn't really affect what you did in the first one doesn't affect the second and
1: right i'm waiting for a game to do that again i think that's would be awesome
2: (laughs) yeah i mean considering they these were released over the period of what looks at 10 years or something something like that yeah it's pretty impressive that they hold they all hold together and
1: I mean, it takes so long to make a game now, like five to six years. So like it, it, yeah. it seems like it would be impossible to do this now, unless you purposefully made like a lower quality, smaller, not as high. I don't know. I don't know what the give and take is. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's probably something just like character models and the number of pixels or number of like surfaces you can have. You know, you're kind of limited, so. Because Whereas it'd be now, cool.
1: Like a, like a cyberpunk too, Dave, but you just pick up with your character. Like it just that save transfers over, and you just oh, have man. Your character. That would be awesome. Yeah. Why isn't that a thing? Why wouldn't that be? The, but if that were the thing, that would be the thing. But it's not what's going to happen. You're going to play a whole no. new different thing, and you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, cyberpunk was cyberpunk's a really interesting story in the game in general. Just the fact how how they've kind of pulled it out of the muck and now it's this great game right it's really enjoyable it's it's almost like they persevered they released it too early and then they persevered and now it's what they actually wanted it to be when they started
1: it was funny because i don't know if you read that article i posted but like how the cd project Weird wants to remain independent and they have no interest in being and i was like it's funny that like you don't really think of that studio as an independent studio, and yet you look at these no. things that are called indie games that are being released by Nexon or Tencent, and it's like, well, these are giant corporations releasing these tiny. They're just indie a small games. software house
2: in a giant owned <laughs> right? by a giant corporation, which is yeah. technically
1: not an indie game, you know. And yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to call those games, but I think if. Cyber po- or CD Project Red has the ability to create a game that where you would have a character that would transfer over to another char- uh, game. It would be cool to see it happen, but obviously they V yeah. is supposed to die, you know, in the game. So that character yeah. is yeah. In, anyway, that
2: character has a finite time span yeah. Time. Yeah. 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 Anyway, which is what makes that game so good that
1: but... Well, anything else you want to add? Anything else we want to We're at an hour. I have
2: to say, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to this. I want more Mass Effect. But I know more Mass Effect will not be as good as (laughs) existing Mass Effect. Effect. Yeah, It's kind of like Star Wars. The original trilogy, I wanted more Star Wars for a long time. And then when we got more Star Wars, it's never been as good as the original Star Wars. And so I'm kind of like, it's just a product of its time, and if they want to remaster it, make it look a little better, great. But by the same token, we saw how that worked for the uh, original Star Wars trilogy. So maybe you just leave it in the state of this.
1: And... Do you think it's ever worked where they've gone back and made taking something from an IP and made it something as good? I always feel or better. I was,
2: I was actually talking about this with someone the other day, and I was thinking about movies specifically more than video games, but. Usually, if they haven't if they haven't made the best one by the time they make number three, and it's usually the first or the second one that are the best, then you know it's just diminishing returns from that point.
1: So I generally agree with you, but I would say, in my opinion, I do think Prey is better than the first Predator. <laughs> I could see that.
2: I didn't enjoy that movie but
1: Oh you didn't? Oh okay. No,
2: not particularly. But by the same token I could see why you would you would say you would say that. I feel like Predator's
1: weird anyway. It's just like Well it's just a nostalgia grind. Yeah. Yeah. The new Godzilla movie, the Japanese Godzilla movie is supposed to be awesome. It's like best picture of the year, like has one of the highest ratings. I can't wait to see was it Godzilla minus one? It's supposed to be awesome and I haven't seen it yet, <laughs> so
2: yeah, I look forward to that. I mean, it's not to say that they can't make great movies uh, or they can't make like good stuff in the same universe, but I feel it never quite never quite gets past that point, you know. Well, yeah, Pre,
1: Prey will never be the nostalgic 80s yeah. Predator. Well, while, while I believe it's a better-made film and I like it better. It's never going to top the Arnold Schwarzenegger you know, what it, what it is, you know?
2: And then sometimes I feel like they were kind of limited a bit in the the fact that they put it in the Predator universe, it, but then it would have never got funded if it was its own thing and it had its own, you know, non-Predator kind of... You know, so sometimes they use that as shorthand because everyone knows... on well, not everyone knows, but, you know, right. culturally it's... You don't have to introduce the bad guy particularly well. If
1: you already, <laughs> you already know what it is, yeah. If
2: you know what the the story is behind them, so
1: right. You
2: no, know, because you can argue all day long as like Alien versus Aliens and well, even but versus even Terminator, Predator, too, it never
1: really like, explained what the Predator was.
2: No, nah. but you know, you can argue about a lot of these films, and right. You know, once you get to about number three. It's just diminishing returns from there.
1: Hundred percent. So
2: I feel like that's that's kind of mass effect. It's like it was a, it, it's a great universe, and I'm sure it'll come back again because we're like I say, we're on our worst enemies about wanting more. Some is good. More is better.
1: Well, it's also <laughs> yeah. hard. It's also hard to create a new IP. Yeah. That's. A role-playing game in space when mass effect is the pinnacle like you have to be better than mass effect you know it's like how do you fucking yeah. attempt that
2: <laughs> yeah i so I, I feel like a good example is i watched that rebel moon on oh netflix my God. <sighs> what 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 whatever you say about whether it's a good movie or not it was like you're watching it and you, you're you like okay so they took this bit from star wars they took this graphic design it feels like a mishmash of like they took the whole story universe. from
1: seven samurai uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, no, but you but...
2: know what i'm saying it's like that was like a new universe it was quite nice actually to even though it was taking bits from everywhere it was quite nice to just see something that was At least trying to be something else, and it wasn't like relying on the fact that it was the Star Wars universe or the Star Trek universe or the Dune universe. It was like, okay, so you're at least trying to make your own kind of
1: galaxy. We can't use the Empire, so we'll do our own space Nazis. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. As soon as that guy came out,
2: I'm like, man, that's that's they didn't try very hard on
1: the uniform, <laughs> didn't they?
2: He looked like he could have just stepped out of the Second World War. I mean, he There's even a... had the, the German tank commander. What's that? I think it's feligree, is it? Or oh, yeah. Those, yeah, yeah. Well, I... the, the metal necklace thing that looks like a kind of half moon.
1: You have Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Yep. and Anth- Not Anthony Daniels playing C-3PO. And it's just like... Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's, I mean... It was not original, a, but by the same token, it was nice. It was. It would have been so easy to take that movie and right horn it into the Star Wars universe. But that's what it was.
1: It was a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and then so. Disney said no, and so he went off and made it at Netflix. And so you can make the parallels that, like, wow, this was true. So yeah. Star Warsy. <laughs> yep. Anyway, but I guess what I'm saying is like. It's hard to make a Star Wars movie not be Star Wars. Like, if you had, if you wanted to make yeah. your own space opera with, like, smugglers and, you know, it's like, how are you going to do that against Star Wars without anyone saying, like, you ripped off Star Wars? Like, that's so hard. You got like, to, like, find a whole new premise or...
2: Yeah, it's very hard to come up with a...
1: Like, you can't come up with, like, this ideal society in space without, like, confronting Star Trek, you know? Like... Like although he... i have
2: to say mass effect shows you that there is still like fertile ground because mass effect oh, yeah. didn't feel like star trek it Force, didn't feel so... like any any universe that you know we've seen in film it's true and and, and didn't I'm... feel like any universe like it had elements of certain universes but like the krogan and the the relate the different races on the ships and then on, from a TV standpoint, The Expanse felt like its
1: own thing. I I mean. Or Battlestar. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're right. It can be like, done. It's just, yeah. but those are also, you know, that's but the writing. But you're taking a big risk as well. Oh, yeah. hundred percent.
2: Yeah. It's like people will watch anything if you stick Star Wars on it. Right as evidenced by some of the
1: series they've put out. And I think you can't, like, if you want to make your game, you can't say, I want to make a game like Star Wars, but not Star Wars. And you you should never say that because then people are already going to compare it to Star Wars. They're already thinking that, I want to make a game like Mass Effect, but not Mass Effect. You don't don't ever make that mistake. Don't ever say that, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, because we always want these new universes, don't we? I mean, Starfield, that kind of stuff. It's like, we're always looking for... Like new, oh, I new mean, like world. Destiny,
1: you know. Yeah, you know, we wanted that was. They didn't say it was like anything. They just said it's going to be this new game, and f- yeah, good or was, bad, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah that's, I really enjoyed Destiny. I know we all did. So,
1: I guess that one. I mean, your first character transfers over to the second game. If they made a third game, I imagine your character would transfer over to the third game if they ever got around to it. So. I guess maybe. Yeah, that's I, the only close? thing
2: about that game is the narrative's not as important as the yeah, grind.
1: The grind, right? Like,
2: it's got a good narrative. Don't get me wrong; I, the story is pretty fun, but it can't be. Yeah,
1: it's not.
2: It's not Earthshot. It's not the central uh, pillar of the game.
1: Yeah, it doesn't. It's not. It's not why you play.
2: Yeah, it's not why you join the game. The story just happens to be there.
1: Right. Right.
2: So. Kind of like Halo. It's like there's a story there, but it's not it's not and it's not bad it's just like that's not necessarily why you play the
1: game right you play it for multiplayer
2: plus well, also those stories <laughs> are very linear it's like there you know mass effect your choices actually do affect have pretty good effects on the story whereas like and the ending you get whereas like halo there are there are no choices there
1: right You live or you die. You either like just you just either either make it to the end or you decide that you are just not good enough or yeah you know depending on how hard yeah it's
2: yeah so they're different games and I think that's why Mass Effect is so unique in some respects because there are very few games where your decisions have consequences and you know you get to select your ending almost.
1: I think those games are getting, you know... I mean, you look at Baldur's Gate and all the decisions and choices you make. The choice is a big deal in that game. I mean, you could kill... Sure, you could invite characters to your party, but you could also accidentally kill them. Or they could leave your party. Or there's all this other... And I think that's interesting in games to start seeing that choice kind of grow. And that's what I would like to see more in video games. That whole choice. Like, you make a decision and then it affects... Yeah. Not... I don't really need better looking games, or I want to see. I also
2: feel like Mass Effect is small enough that I can keep it all in my head. Right, right. Like the characters and the races. Huge, right? Yeah, there's not like twenty races in the game. (laughs) There are, but like the ones that actually count, there's not that many. And it's like, and the characters from those races, like sometimes more is not more. Right,
1: right. (laughs) Less is more. It's like hundred percent.
2: You know, sometimes, sometimes these games go too big and too many races and too many characters, and you're like, you just feel overwhelmed, and it's very hard to keep them all track of them all. Right. I think I think it's just the job of making them individuals, and like you
1: actually, you know, it's just the evolution of choice that I would like to see more implemented in games. Yes, that is. I agree that Baldur's Gate is a massive game and it's a lot to, but like the idea of choice or what like. To the point of real choice and decision, I, I think that's that's what I like to see more in video games. And that's why I yeah, really choice like
2: choice that has consequences right. as well. Yes, yeah, it's 100%. not because you get choices in a lot of games, oh, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, it's just it just makes my meter good, bad. Right. It right, doesn't right. actually change the outcome of the story.
1: Exactly. And I like I mean, even in Baldur's Gate, it's ultimately meters that you're playing good or bad against. Yeah. But there's so much more minute detail going into those choices that it just, it's something that's exciting and I would like to see more of, so. Yeah. But I
2: wonder it, if the space racist comes back if you didn't kill her in the f- second one.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yes, she wasn't, so that's interesting, too. Yeah, because both
2: of us killed her, didn't, didn't we? Uh, we killed
1: her, but, like, in my original game of Mass Effect 2, I chose the female. Chose to be racist. Why well, didn't know she was a racist. <laughs> I didn't know she was a. Ra- they don't explain. They don't say she's a racist. I just picked between the the boy and the girl, and I went with the girl. Yeah. So Ashley Williams was in my Mass Effect two and my Mass Effect three. So yeah. what's his name wasn't. So this time yeah. around he was, but I don't really ma- remember what she did. And she was. She didn't really have a very big role, as I remember in two. Yeah, because he doesn't have a big role in this yeah. one either. So. so yeah, she was around, but I very rarely saw her. Well, he wasn't more of a role in this one. He was actually a part of the crew. Yeah, so I just didn't. Yeah, I, just I, didn't, I didn't never mess him. With him
2: much. It's yeah, yeah, like um, I did get on the Citadel mission where they were grumbling about never being picked. Oh yeah. Did you get that one where um, it's like you pick someone and it's like, and they're like, we never get picked.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Which I thought was <laughs> hilarious. Uh, uh, you nope. Know, fun. A lot of fun.
2: Yeah. So I think the the overall is if if anyone's listening, uh. If you haven't played these free, definitely because i think you can pick the pick it up on disc now for like five ten dollars or something
1: silly and you probably got it free if you're on plus yeah so. if you
2: were on the, if you're a playstation plus subscriber last this time last year you probably got i think it was about this time last year when it was uh free to download and but it's getting pretty cheap you, on sales if you didn't just get it digitally get it on disc whichever takes your fancy but it's i want to say it's like 10 10 15 dollars if you keep your eye out
1: but i think like the the whole trilogy digitally i think on steam yeah. or psn is around 20 bucks now so yeah so you could also get all three for crazy cheap
2: yep yeah. yeah and definitely worth a playthrough so
1: for sure all right awesome all right a lot of fun it was uh fun doing this little adventure with you dave yeah thanks yeah, for playing we'll along to,
2: we'll have to find another trilogy yeah we'll have to find something figure it out <laughs> maybe maybe we go back to Destiny 1 <laughs>
1: oh man Oh if, man. Anyone, if
2: anyone's still playing that
1: I'm sure there are yeah <laughs> alright let's uh, what are the what are the outgoing goodbyes uh, I wanna thank you all for listening and remind you to leave feedback at the Couch Co-op Show at gmail.com or find us on our socials at Couch Co-op Shows. All one word, no hyphen. I want to thank Dave for joining me here on the couch. For Couch Co-op, I'm Ian, reminding you all to please be excellent to each other. Doo-loo-loo.
0: Couch Co-op is full of douchebags.